Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Would anybody like a framed Monopoly game? I love that. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Why is it sitting here in the studio? Because last year, during our Secret Santa, I brought that in as my, my gag gift. Oh, I wasn't at that party. Oh, and then it came back to me at the end of the event. So the, my Monopoly gag gift has been sitting behind my door all year long. <laughs> Nair, 12 months. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. I think it's kind of cool. I got it back. It is kind of cool. I thought it's pretty cool. I liked it. But, you know, I think that speaks to the fact that people just don't play board games like they used to. Right. And I never liked Monopoly. Oh, I like Monopoly. I never liked Why? it. Why? Why don't you like it? I don't know. I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I just, I it didn't capture me. Monopoly is one of those games that's not really about the game. It's about the journey right. through the game. Right, that's You're good. sitting Kinda there. Kind of like life. Having a little, right, having yeah. a little drink, yeah. having some peanuts, right. talking a little bit. Oh, don't buy I mean, You're making it sound that. fun with the drinks and peanuts. It is fun. It, I, I like Monopoly. Maybe it's because I didn't have the drinks and peanuts. You could be. what it is, Mike. Or maybe you were playing with the wrong people. That yeah. could be. Don't, don't ever pl- play with a, a very easily angered person. Because yeah, because that's that not game good at all. really set you off. Why? Monopoly makes someone angry? Oh my gosh, yeah. Why? I played one time in my life. That's the only time I one played. One time. I because some, the wrong person bought Boardwalk and oh, Park no. Place, and that was the my end of it. My friend flipped the table, the dining room table. Flipped. He flipped it. I think it's a little deeper than Monopoly issues. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Okay, speaking of deeper issues, <laughs> yeah. you're going to love this. You are going to love this. Mm. Wait, as soon as I find it. Okay, wait. Is this the secret? <laughs> I got it. Just give me a minute. Some millennials. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Mike. Here we go. Once Secret Santa canceled. That's why I brought the Monopoly Once game canceled. in. Yeah. No. Canceled. You know, That's why I brought the game in, so Listen. we could see it. Yeah. Okay. So this is these are your people, Mike. I don't agree Listen. with this. Boomer. This okay, Washington, Boomer. Washington Examiner says this. Secret Santa gifts, according to millennials, trigger anxiety. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Get over it, yes. people. Yes. Yes. Dr. Ashley Weinberg, who is a psychology lecturer at the University of Salford in Manchester, yeah. claimed the holiday gift swap triggers anxiety in those who overspend because they don't want to appear stingy. Okay, here's the ticket. Mm-hmm. Don't overspend. Yeah, right. That, it seems like that's an that's easy fix, okay. right? That's it. That's Bingo. it. Don't I mean, overspend. I think the secret Santa thing is fun as long as you don't like get crazy about exactly. it. Exactly. Okay, so our, secret, our Christmas party here at Word FM is December 5th. Yeah, and we need some parameters set up right now. We have some parameters. Well, okay, we there's a little confusion. There's a lot of confusion. There's a little confusion about mean? is it a gag gift or is it like something decent? Oh. Which is a pretty important distinction to right. make. Now, it's, it's, here's the deal. It's 15 bucks. Do you know that? Uh, I did not know the, the it's dollar It's $15. Okay. $15. Okay. So, I mean- you're going to go like nuts over 15 bucks? You're no, gonna but anxious? I do want to know whether I'm going $15 worth of gag what? or I'm going $15 worth of something go someone gag. might actually want. You'll, if you go gag, how what? can you complain about that? What do you mean? That's the ultimate embarrassment. Do no. you, you remember the party. I'm not going to bring up names, but several years ago, it was all gag until someone brought out a nice gift. And then all the rest of our gifts were something less than. Oh, I do remember that. Uh-huh. So what? Why do we have to pick either... Gag or Gag good gift. Or good gift. Just keep it keep it a surprise. A study from JobSite found that 26% of millennials admitted to... Are you ready? Mm. No. 
Dipping into savings. <laughs> That's because they're all full of college debt. Dipping into savings. Or overdrafting their accounts to fund an office gift. Oh, come on. Wait, oh, do you over- want to impress the boss or 17% whatever? 17% reported they felt judged by their coworkers based on the gift. A judge. You know what I... Go ahead, Kath. Well, I'm wondering if John felt judged because of the Monopoly game since it came right back. No, I, I was a little humiliated, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I got over it. <laughs> right. It's been sitting behind my door. Mike? I watched The uh, the Office last night. Mm. Yes. And it was the episode where uh, they had the Secret Santa gift. Yes. And it was Which, when, uh, that is so isn't it? painful. Is it? Yeah, because Michael Scott bought a $400 iPod, and right. there was a $15 An iPad. It was not an iPod. Limit. It was an iPod. Or was no, it was an, an iPod. iPod. Yeah, iPads weren't out then. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. So- I want to. I kind of want to do that. And everybody else brought like a date nut loaf. Yeah, somebody brought a uh, a, a cooking mat or something like that. Or a, or a, yeah, something like that. Okay, so you're saying, Mike, that you have never dipped into your savings no. to or overdrawn no. your account to no. fund an office. That's gift? ridiculous. It's you, fifteen bucks. Wait, if you're... So, so you're you're not one of the th- you're not one of the three millennials around you who want to see Secret Absolutely Santa completely not. banned. Mm. Absolutely. Are there other? Not. There we work with some millennials here. We yeah. might want to ask them. Well, it seems like, according to this psychologist, who, by the way, I mean, she is a doctor, but she's a psychology lecturer. What does that mean? Does that mean that she's like doesn't have a you know position in the university? She's no longer in the classroom. Anyway, she's very concerned that the anxiety surrounding the gift exchange is one factor that just pushes millennials to want to get rid of it. No, wait, wait, are you ready? Hmm. Quote: If you've grown up in a world where social media is at your fingertips and those kinds of social judgments are being made fairly constantly, suddenly you're even more aware of what others might be thinking mm. naturally that's going to spill over into all kinds of areas particularly something that can be a social taboo when you think about maybe not giving or maybe questioning why people are giving mm. that well, seems that's like that's a unfair. lot of deep insight into something that really doesn't matter barely matters yeah, yeah. no that, it seems unfair i don't think it's just millennials you either like the secret santa thing right. or you don't okay this is what yeah. my husband said because he listened to our show the other day when we were talking about like Christmas in mm-hmm. general, gift giving in general, and neither one of you guys like the gift giving. I think it's awesome. What in the general. gift giving here in general? No, just in general. I like the gift giving. I just I just don't like the fact that you know we we got to spend for our, our distant relatives. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. Right, and and you had a bad I'm, attitude no, about I'm it not, also. I'm yeah. not, okay, so, this, it. so this is what my husband. Not a bad attitude. It's no, a good no. attitude. I think I'm just not doing You're it. Saving money. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. It wasn't. It was an attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it was. A, it was an attitude. I mean, everything's an attitude. It's just my attitude. Wait, so I get home. My husband says, "This is what I decided." I listened to you guys talk. Yeah. And the people who like shopping like gift giving. The people who hate shopping hate it. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> That's his deep psychological. That okay, so let's, maybe let's, he could be a psychology yeah. lecturer. So December fifth is the Word FM uh, Secret Santa. That's right. Have you two bought your gifts yet? Absolutely yes. not. What? You have. I have. Mike. And I have as well. Oh. Okay, I'm just saying, I'm ready get on, to go. Get on board, Kat. The last okay. thing I need from people, you two is judgment. The two people that, do, that doesn't want to give gifts. Right, what is this? I don't even know Because you. I don't want to be, uh, believe me, there's been many a year I've been caught like going, oh no, it's this morning. And then I'm like running around the house like, you know, stealing something from, you know, my wife's makeup. That, you know, oh, I'll t- use this powder puff. That's good. That would be like, awesome. If you even bring a powder puff to that party. 
I believe one year I did. I'm this serious. Is, I, I do believe one year. This is pre-Kathy. <laughs> that okay? is just so wrong. I'm just saying. Okay, that you, is I get so a little anxious. Wrong. Anyway, hey, tonight John and I are going to be over at the Southside Works at the red carpet event for the Mr. Rogers film, hey, which fabulous. premieres Ooh. on Friday. Mm-hmm. We're very excited about that. We're going to see the film tonight. We'll let you know what we think. We're going to love it. I mean, who are we kidding? I'm looking forward to Come it. Come on. Yeah. And apparently uh, the writer of the article that the whole film is based on, Tom Janot, will be in attendance which as well. I would love to shake his hand. Me too. What a terrific writer. What a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful story. Anyway, we've also got a special thing coming up in our four o'clock hour on Friday. You can either listen to it on the air or watch it on our YouTube channel. um, And you can see us in the actual Mr. Rogers set. We were able to sneak in there with our good friend Andy Masick, Heinz History Center. I like that. Okay. So we're going to be on the air with with the segment, which will also be us. You can see us on camera, which is extra special indeed. (laughs) I didn't break it. He's really excited. Extra John's special. excited about right, it. Okay, yeah. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. Um, <laughs> How do I know if I'm wasting my life? <laughs> Four to six, right here <laughs> on 101.5 Word FM. I don't know, Kath. I do not know, my friend. Stick around. Are you wasting your life? We'll answer that question next. 101.5 WORD. Gather around because it is present time. It's that gift-giving time of the year, and we're giving one that will keep on giving all year long. We could be paying your rent or mortgage for all of 2020 if you're the winner of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You want to come open an early Christmas present? You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you by Trinity Jewel. Go to wordfm.com slash contest. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. The most wonderful time of the year. And Mark Martell. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. I have never had a female dentist. I started to have problems with a tooth, and I thought, you know what? I'll just go once. David remembers his first visit with Dr. Megan Stock. I had such a good time that I'm surprised they allowed me to come back because I had a lot of things that needed to be fixed. She makes you feel so calm and so comfortable. She's just terrific at what she does. I have had no discomfort at all with anything that she's done. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Get away without going far. Lose yourself without being lost. At Antiochian Village near historic Ligonier, 300 acres of pristine woodlands await to refresh and inspire you. With 100 hotel-style lodging rooms, 20 meeting rooms, amazing food, and award-winning desserts, it's 360 degrees of mountain views bathed in the warmth of Christian hospitality. Book your next church or youth retreat now at antiochianvillage.org. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it, like spray-on bed liners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt and fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. For your next event... 
Instead of worrying about catering to your guests, why not just enjoy them? The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion, like their roast beef and stuffed chicken breast with mashed or roasted potatoes and green beans, just $10.95 a person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company, just good food. Chad Ashby's with us, pastor of College Street Baptist Church in Newberry, South Carolina, where he lives with his wife and kids. He blogs at Aftermath, and you can follow him on Twitter because he's asking a question perhaps you're asking too. How do I know if I'm wasting my life? Chad, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me. Chad, are you wasting your life? <laughs> I I hope not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes, you know, it can feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have those moments of existential dread. I'm sitting in rush hour traffic, or I'm about to fall asleep, and that nagging thing comes over you like... What am I doing? You, what are you doing? Right. It's a horrible thing. But That's you, right. But Chad, in, you know, in your piece that you write, which is a wonderful piece uh, in the Gospel Coalition website... You start to talk about missionaries. Right, because their lives are sacrificial and dramatic, and they seem bigger than life. But I wonder, I, I wonder, um, like Jim Elliott, yeah. before Jim Elliott was murdered in the jungles, I wonder if he had a thought like, I'm not going to continue on with my life. Uh, what, what was this all about? Why am I doing this? I think it's a fair question. Chad? Right. And, and often with missionaries, for instance, like Jim Elliott, we know about the end of his life and how um, much of a crisis that was, but also it's sort of this um, amazing moment where he gave, gave his life for the gospel, but we don't think about all of the things along the way that prepared him for that. Mm-hmm. Things like, um, you know, he was memorizing scripture. He was training his body and, and joined the wrestling team to become a missionary one day and was a vegetarian because he wanted to be healthy for the mission field. All of these little things he was doing that at the time maybe didn't feel like that important, but it was all preparing him for something down the road. I remember reading uh, Corey Ten Boom's book, and she talks about when she first started out just, you know, growing up in Harlem, thinking that she was in this little tiny town in the Netherlands. And what is the big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, she couldn't even imagine what her life was going to turn into and the epic nature of uh, of the place that her family would have in the resistance against the Nazis. But early on, she could, I mean, there was no possible way in her reality that future was would have ever fit in. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah and, and one of the things that I pointed out in the article is that in those seasons where we it feels things things feel really dull and same, those are actually a great opportunity to uh, start cultivating spiritual disciplines, things like Bible reading or evangelism or prayer, scripture memory, things that you can start to store up that may pay dividends on down the road when things do get exciting. Now, wait, you didn't mention Netflix in there <laughs> as you were listing yeah. your spiritual disciplines. Yeah, um, you know, there, there's got to be room for a little, mm-hmm. uh, a little Netflix. But, you know, I was thinking uh, this afternoon, those times when we feel bored, often we reach for our, in our pockets yes. for our phone, right? Always, always. Well, what if, what if, what if instead you re- reached for a scripture memory card in that instance, you know? Yeah. Um, boredom often drives us 
to our phones or to Netflix, what if we took advantage of that and it drove us to prayer or to read our Bible or something else like that? Yeah. Chad, uh, Andy Crouch was with us, I don't know, maybe six months ago, and he was talking about his um, that little orange book. Uh, the TechWise tech, tech family. family, oh yeah, which can really make you feel terrible about yourself. And um, <laughs> but one of the things he said in the book, and he said it on the air, he said, "Creativity lies on the other side of boredom." Mm. And if you never let yourself get bored, then you never will become truly creative. And I thought, isn't that amazing? We, I mean, so many of us go through life without ever allowing ourselves to even get close to bored because we always have something to take our attention. What if we didn't have that thing to take our attention? We had to slip into boredom and then something amazing happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's a great point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Chad, the idea of wasting your life, I think anybody, your believer or not, it's a horrible thing to face. So you talk about one of the panaceas uh, against wasting your life is to lean into holiness, to ascribe in your life to be holy. And I, and I love the idea of that because the idea of holiness from a secular age, we just choose not to be holy. We run right past holy. We are, you know, bundled up in evilness. So talk about that. What does holiness look like to you and how do you lean into that? Right. Well, one of the one of the illustrations I try to use with people when I describe what holiness means is I'll talk about how in the Old Testament they had certain utensils that could only be used for the grill at the temple. You know, you can't take the tongs from the uh, from the altar in the in the temple and take it home to make burgers mm. on on the weekend. It had to stay there. It was set apart for only God's purposes. And when we think in a New Testament sense that we ourselves are set apart, we're holy for God's purposes. And one of the things Paul talks about with Timothy in his second letter is he actually speaks of Timothy in very much the same way. He says, you need to be a vessel for honorable use. You're set apart for God's purposes to be holy. And uh, I think that one of the things we say, well, I, I don't want to waste my life. I want God to use me. Well, what are you doing to make yourself ready for God to use you, and really holiness is readiness. Hmm. I like that. Holiness is readiness. Right. So then how do we, how do we become holy? What, what's the book, uh, the intentionality book about the, the prayer? John, three... You mean John Piper's book? No. Don't, the, don't Waste Your Life? No. No, about the prayer three times a day. Oh, right, right. Uh, the Common Rule. Oh, yeah. The yeah, common... that's a book John and I are currently reading, So, um, which just basically lays out they're, they're not really spiritual disciplines. They are kind of, but they're more just... Reminders. They're, they're just life rules um, that help you to structure some kind of sanity in the American world, the Western world of iPhone and Netflix and screen and endless email and all those sorts of things. But the big thing I keep coming back to, Chad, is the idea of the intentionality of three times a day, morning, midday, and evening, to get down on your knees and intentionally pray. Now, you don't have to spend a half an hour down there, but I mean, I did that as a child. I have lost that practice as an adult, but there is something holy, for me at least, about being on my knees and praying to the Lord of the universe. Yeah, we um, we do a class here on spiritual disciplines, and the key verse we use, and I love the King James Version, is exercise thyself unto godliness. Mm-hmm. And we think of exercise in modern American um, culture 
certainly involves some sort of discipline, but for some reason when we think about our Christian lives and we talk about being disciplined to grow in our spiritual lives, we think, oh, that's not, that's not the way we should think of it. But these things, like you said, regular prayer, daily reading of God's Word, certainly Scripture memorization, um, these other things are, are tools God's given us to help us grow in holiness. Mm, that's good. Okay, so how do you know if you're wasting your life? Uh, how about this? You talk about being faithful in that so you don't waste your life. What does faithfulness look like? How do we be faithful to eradicate the waste in our lives? Well, I think one of the things that uh, can distract us and make us feel like we're wasting our life is uh, by comparison. So you are a mom of one, and you look at a mother of five who's also running the women's ministry, who's Mm -hmm. also volunteering, you know, at the local homeless shelter and is doing somehow juggling all these things, and you can barely hold together a household of three. And you think, well, certainly I'm wasting my time. Look at all she's been entrusted with, and God's only given me one. And Jesus tells a parable uh, we're all familiar with, the parable of the talents. Um, The thing that Jesus says the Master uh, is concerned about, though, is not the return. It's have you been faithful with what you've been given. So you didn't expect the person with one talent to return the same amount as the person with five. But have you been faithful with what you've been given? I'm I'm pastoring here at a a very small church here down in Newberry, South Carolina. It can be easy to think, well... (laughs) I'm wasting my life here with a, a church of 50 people, but I'm, I'm not uh, going to be judged by how many people God's entrusted to me. It's have I been faithful with the ones he's given mm-hmm. me to shepherd them well. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Chad Ashby, pastor of College Street Baptist Church, Newberry, South Carolina. Okay, what can encourage us as we wait? What can encourage us? Well, I, I think one thing is to realize getting back to these missionaries, most of them in the moment didn't realize God was using them. Right. Now, certainly it's easy for us to see, looking back, we're like, wow, look what God did. But for instance, uh, a man like David Brainerd, he served as a missionary for only four years, died at 29 of tuberculosis, had labored with the Native Americans, only saw a handful of people saved, passed away. By his own account, by any account, that would be considered basically a failure. He wasted his life, right? After he passes away, Jonathan Edwards compiles his diary, publishes it. It goes on to become the most, the best-selling religious work of the 19th century. Really? And it uh, it fuels the passion of men like William Carey, John Wesley, Adoniram Judson, uh, Jim Elliott, whom we mentioned before. Um, these missionaries clung to this his diary as as an encouragement, and often it, it was one of the things God used to drive them into the mission field. So we just never know what how God may use us. Often it's only in hindsight we realize right. That's good. what God's yeah. doing. Isn't that an encouragement that God's story is so much more gigantic than we ever could imagine, right. and so much more intricate and beautiful? And, you know, our part in it, I think, is really just about surrender mm-hmm. more than it is anything I else. I think of this phrase. Someone uh, joined us years ago, and they used the phrase, I want to be wholly available, which mm. I love, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Uh, if I follow these practices that you're talking about, Chad, about about striving to be holy, about being faithful, about being encouraged, I'll be wholly available, and then I'll be with the Lord. And, of course, the short time we have here on this earth feels like it won't be wasted at all. It'll be good. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I, I had a. I was thinking about again this idea of just the angst of I just want God to use me, and angst. you know, in, in a lot of ways, we on out of one side of our mouths we'll say oh, I really want God to use me, but then out of the other side of our mouth um, we complain about the hardships in our lives, and uh, the thing of the thing about being used is, uh, for instance, my my mother-in-law, the first Christmas I was in the family, she bought me a toolbox with a bunch of bright, shiny new tools in it. Nice, yeah. And uh, over the past 10 years, I've used those tools, the screwdrivers and uh, hammers. And when I first got them, they were all shiny and new. Now they're covered in paint stain and Mm -hmm. they're dull. (laughs) Well, why? Because I've used them. Yeah. And those things have been put through some abuse. Well, we say, God, I want you to use me. But when God does use us and it gets a little painful, then all of a sudden... (laughs) We're not so bright and shiny. That's right. Yeah, so we've got to be ready if God's going to use us. It may be a little painful. That's fabulous. That's Chad Ashby, pastor of College Street Baptist Church in Newberry, South Carolina. We talked about his article from the Gospel Coalition website, How Can I Know If I'm Wasting My Life? Chad, my resounding uh, answer is no, you're not. <laughs> well, it's been so good to talk with you all. We have a special place in our heart for Western PA. My wife and I went to Grove City College. And what? As I said, my, uh, my in-laws live in Waynesburg. Get so. out of here. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's terrific. Well, I'd say you're a Pittsburgher, Chad. All right. Yeah, well, my, my kids are, are diehard Steelers fans. That's what we want to hear. So. Which nice. means that they're very sad and disappointed right now, but it's okay. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. The most wonderful time of the year. And Mark Martell. It's Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. How does Eden Christian Academy prepare students for success? Through education that ignites the mind and inspires the spirit from pre-K through 12th grade with over 50 professionally certified full-time teachers and opportunities in sports, the arts, and service to the community with results like SAT scores 200 points over the national average. Schedule a tour at any of Eden's three North Hills campuses and see what the area's largest non-denominational Christian school has to offer at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. The Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, 
The Forevermark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit trinityjewelers.com. Premature birth is the number one killer of babies. Those who survive often face birth defects and complications that affect them for life. For hundreds of thousands of families in the United States, this is the hardest thing they will ever have to face. And it's even harder on the baby. March of Dimes is providing education and support to families and funding life-saving research to give every baby a fighting chance. You can help. Do something today. Give them tomorrow at marchadimes.org slash tomorrow. We'll have some clouds around for tonight, low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with an afternoon shower in some spots, high 52. We'll stay cloudy tomorrow night, breezy with a bit of rain, low 46. Friday, breezy with morning clouds and a shower, giving way to some sunshine. Temperatures steady or slowly falling through the 40s. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. When I wake up in the morning light, on my jeans and I feel alright I pull my blue jeans on I pull my blue jeans on there's nothing I like more, clothes-wise, than jeans. I agree, 100%. They are my favorite clothing staple of every clothing yeah. staple. Okay, but listen, you were in Europe this summer. I was. People who were traveling with you yes. wearing their blue jeans. Oh my gosh. And they were the Americans. Listen, Especially jeans with holes in them. Yeah, that is light. not that is anathema in Germany. Yeah, I don't like that look. That is what crappy Americans do right. to Germans. However, the comfort of jeans Oh my gosh. Unequaled. I just there's nothing like them. So I, I, I'm fairly obsessed with it's like you know how people search for the perfect, you know, red wine. Yeah. Or people search for the perfect pillow mm-hmm. or the perfect bathrobe or whatever it is. I am on a lifetime search for the perfect pair of jeans. Okay, now the problem is though, there's all these different styles so of jeans. Relax fit, skinny jeans, athletic, oh regular gosh, fit, all right. those different things. Boot cut, right. ankle cut. What are you wearing? Um it's it's very confusing. And your brand. Exactly. So Levi's, I wear girly Wranglers. jeans. Oh, do you? I wear girly jeans. Gloria Vanderbilt? No. No, no, no. I like jeans from the loft. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like them from the... I, I very much That's... like the feel of those. Sure, sure. They're very, very nice and soft. I'm mm-hmm. particular to those right now. Um, That's my latest... That's my latest, you know... But I, But, you know, my search goes on. Mm-hmm. Now, what about you? Do you have a... I do. Oh, are you loyal? Oh, I am loyal. Okay. Because, you know, I did bounce around for a, a long time. And you weren't on, satisfied with yourself? Well, no. You look, you know, sometimes you felt restless? I'll look back in pictures and I'll go, what the heck am I wearing there? Is that a bag? Uh, so I've settled on my traditional, which is what I should have stayed with in, in the beginning, was a pair of Levi's regular fit. You, you know what you are? What? Blue state. What do you mean, blue state? Mike, I just like my Levi's. Listen, Mike, uh, do you have a particular kind of jeans that you have to go for? Slim. Oh, so it doesn't matter the brand. It just has to be the cut. It just has to be the cut. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, right you, now it's slim. Do you, do you yeah. have, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, if he keeps eating yeah. the way you did today at lunch, it's not going to be exactly. slim for long. My wife tried getting me into skinny jeans. I'm like, absolutely Skinny not. jeans? No, that's not a good They're look. They're horrible. If okay. You're, if so, you're 15. I like to breathe in, in my right, jeans. Okay. So no bit. brand loyalty for you? Not real. I mean, if, no? if I had to pick, I'd pick Levi's. Oh, my. Yeah. Blue Stater. What, what's, what are you saying, Blue Stater? What do you mean? Levi Strauss and Wrangler, and I'm reading from the Wall Street Journal today, both got their start as the go-to jeans for cowboys, railroad workers, and others who pioneered the American West. But today, my friend, today... 
They're on opposite sides of the political what? spectrum in America. What? And if you're wearing and buying Levi's, you're making a political statement. Oh, come on. Yes, oh, right. Oh, is everything political Listen, now? Consume- My jeans? Oh, man. John Hall Fashion Rules. Thank you. Consumer research data shows Democrats have become more likely to wear Levi's. The what? opposite is true with Wrangler, which is more popular with Republicans. Oh, come yes. on. Listen, Why do we have listen, to politicize po- this? This falls under the, the heading of politics ruin everything. 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 Wait, everything. So wait, who's, who's p- printing this? The this Wall Street Journal. The Wall Street Journal, Journal uh, an article by Suzanne Kapner and Dante Chimney, or Chinney. And uh, they say this. There's no simple explanation be- beside, or behind these consumer moves. Some of it is due to social and political stances that companies are taking, such as Levi's embrace of gun control. Do you know why Levi's began? And are you familiar with Levi's oh, embracing sure. gun control? Oh, I am not. No. Well, they have embraced gun control hardly. Well, you, they're from San Francisco. Uh, well, do you know why? No. Because someone, and I, someone was trying on a pair of Levi's mm. in a dressing room <laughs> and, and shot up. themselves. <laughs> Flash and laugh. I know. They I should believe, just embrace intelligence. Right, exactly. exactly. So yeah. that made them that made them embrace gun control. Anyway, so the article talks about this partisan American culture in politics has now branched out to being a partisan American consumer culture it's not just politics it's now the world of shopping malls and online stores oh my right gosh. okay so in the 2016 election we saw that there are lots of companies that started to wade into these i don't know these social issues mm-hmm. right you remember the um remember the gillette commercial of with, course right which the, was crazy with the transitioning kid yes. right we remember that one you're my hero we remember nike with colin kaepernick right, right? right. well now everybody has to have a social agenda um, Alana Sivan, who's uh, interviewed for this article, said she started thinking more carefully about what to buy a decade ago when she became a vegan. <laughs> now that's translating into the clothes, jewelry, and makeup she wears. God bless her. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Levi Strauss has embraced liberal causes such as gun control and support for immigrants. Wrangler has stayed out of politics but burnished the cowboy aspects of its brand by supporting rodeo. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Of course. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. great. Anything for the rodeo mm-hmm. guys. That's excellent. Yeah. Now, the sad thing is, to me, it's sad. 60% of a thousand Americans surveyed said they would choose, switch, or avoid, or even boycott a brand based on its stand on social issues. Okay. So don't buy a chicken sandwich, or maybe now you can buy a chicken sandwich. Or maybe now you can. Right. right? And don't buy your jeans there. Buy them here. But what if you shop at a thrift store? Mm Mm-hmm. Then all bets are all off. All bets are off. It doesn't matter. You're just going to buy what fits and doesn't smell. Lori Johnson of Oakland, California said she stopped shopping for designer brands that came out in support of Planned Parenthood. Because in recent years, oh she said, quote, I'm tired of wearing my politics. Mm-hmm. Whoever she is. Yeah. What's her name? Lori Johnson. I like her. Yeah, don't wear your politics. I, I, just, I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I wanna, it's ridiculous. Okay. That's how I but, feel. Okay. <laughs> I want to go. I, I appreciate the idea of making a difference, right? But I, I also tire easily of this, uh, like uphill 
struggle of trying to do everything the most perfect way. And if you're not, somehow you're not woke enough or you're not engaged aware enough. enough or engaged enough or you wait, don't wait. care enough so, or you're too capitalist or you're too selfish or I'm a narcissist so and in the I morning, watch too my, much Netflix. My eyes flutter into consciousness and yeah. I'm lying on my pillow and my sheets and I've got to make a political statement about that. Yeah. And I go brush my teeth and my mm-hmm. toothpaste and my toothbrush. That's a political statement. Yeah, it is. Everything's a thing Everything, now. Everything's a thing. Heaven help us. Everything's a thing. So you and your Levi's? I like my Levi's. You're making a statement. They fit good. They feel good. One hundred one point five WORD. This week on Insight for Living, the Spirit of God simply provides a normal Christian life for us. Chuck Swindoll describes the Holy Spirit's role in our lives. An everyday, believable, the word is authentically Christ-like life lived out from one day to the next. Hear Chuck Swindoll Monday through Friday on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Shalom. Good afternoon to everyone from Tel Aviv in Israel. Hi, this is Abraham Sandler from Rock of Ages Messianic Jewish Congregation, and I'm here with Sydney, who is in Israel for the very first time in her life. Sydney, what would you say to those who are thinking about making a trip to Israel? Why should they come here? Personally, I would say based on the past week, you have to come here to meet the people. They are really direct but really wonderfully warm and welcoming. And of course, come here to experience the places Jesus walked with his disciples. For me, at the Sea of Galilee, I could still feel the peace and the presence that is on those waters since Jesus said to them, Peace, be still. Thanks, Sydney. So everybody, we invite you to join us on our tour of Israel scheduled for November of 2020. Tour Israel with us and spend time with Jesus and his people in his land. More info is at rockofagesmjc.org. That's rockofagesmjc.org. I'm not 20 anymore, but I'm not about to let joint pain slow me down. And thanks to advanced biological therapy, I don't have to. At Regenerate Me in Pittsburgh, Advanced Biological Therapy offers the most advanced non-invasive treatment for joint pain. To qualify for the free comprehensive three-week joint study, including first treatment, call 412-851-3811 now. Slow down for joint pain? Not on your life. 412-851-3811. Restrictions apply. Space is limited. Ends December 13th. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. At the Original Mattress Factory, our mattresses and box springs aren't just American-made, they're hometown-made. Our products are hand-built one at a time in local factories using only the highest quality materials. And each of our employees is also an owner. So when you purchase from the Original Mattress Factory, you're not only getting a quality mattress at a factory direct price, you're also supporting your local economy. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location near you to see what Hometown Made is all about. For decades here on 101.5 Word FM, Every Friday afternoon, Marsha from the Springhouse talks about that great family restaurant in Washington, PA. 
Now, the story behind the story of the Spring House is Marsha's dad, Sam Miner. And sadly, last week, Sam Miner passed away. So we invited Marsha on the air to talk about her dad and the legacy of what it is to be the father of five, be a farmer, and also to make that amazing restaurant, the Spring House. Marsha, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. How are you today? Good, Marsha. We're so happy that you're here to talk about your dad, who I loved. Uh, Your dad and my dad were students at Penn State together, and I know that that was a huge part of who they were as they were growing up and a huge part of um, who you all became. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's where, well, he and my mom both grew up on dairy farms, and they met when she was 14 and he was 16. They met at the Greene County Fair and had a little... (laughs) walking around holding hands romance at the Greene County Fair. <laughs> and, then, and then they, you know, those were the sweet times. And then they met up again at Penn State. And um, he he gave her his pin and his fraternity brothers threw him in the Whipple Dam. And um, then they came to Mom's window and sang to her. It's just a sweet fairy tale romance. They, now, Marcia, did they know? did they know that they both were going to be at Penn State at the same time? Uh, they did not. No, no. And then, so then they started dating, and they got actually got married right before Mom started her senior year. So my dad was working for the Guernsey Cattle Club, and um, they were thinking that they'd both go out and, and work in industry, and that's what they did. But then they had these five little chillins, and they got <laughs> to thinking that they wanted them to grow up in the same culture that they had grow up, grown up in, and that would be on a farm. Wow. So um, they started looking for a special farm, and they found this place out in 84, Pennsylvania. And they and instead of most farmers, when they buy a farm, they go out and they test all the land and look at the lay of the land and how much um, area and pasture and area there is for pastures and for growing things. Well, mom and dad, instead of that, or maybe along with that, they went and sat along the road to see how many cars were going by hmm. because they had a dream of building a retail business and milking our own cows and pasteurizing and homogenizing the milk and then selling the milk in our own business. Fabulous. And so so then, Marcia, that, that initial farm was 85 acres. But, of course, over the years where you are in 84 PA, uh, the farm has grown a lot more so. And along yeah. with that, the idea of the spring house came to full life. Yes, exactly. So um, we're about a little over 400 acres right now. And um, when I, the year I graduated from Penn State, mom and dad were adding on to the store with a full-size bakery and a full kitchen and a place for people to sit down. And um, they were, you know, just starting to hum along with that. And they told us that we had to work somewhere else. We could come back to the business, but we had to work somewhere else for a year so we could bring something worthwhile back with us. Well, mm. I was somewhere else for four months, and they opened the new part of the of the business, and they called, and they said, are you ready to come home yet? <laughs> <laughs> they were very overwhelmed. There's an eight-month waiver in your life, Marcia. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, fabulous. Wow. Um, so then I came home, and... Um, I've been gr- I've been growing and they've been growing and the business has been growing all at the same time so it's been a real blessing. Wow. So Marsha, that um intermediate time between trying to figure out where to live to the 85 acre farm to the 400 acre farm. I mean, it took a lot of guts. It took a lot of hard fortitude and hard work to pull that off. Oh my goodness, it's just so true. I was thinking about my dad today and how 
you know, he and mom came up with this plan for this neat little country store and then came up with a second plan for how they wanted their their restaurant to look and their buffet to look and their kitchen to look and I mean just out of their heads and they didn't they didn't really even have that experience hmm. and um and I remember, you know, for a time there before between him working, coming here and the spring house being built we were uh, we lived six months without any income, wow. and um, by the grace of God, people took care of us. And <laughs> while they were trying to get financing, a lot of financing, and that was—I mean, you're right—a lot of fortitude, a lot of thinking, a lot of courage yeah. to step out and take out a big old chunk of of um, loan money, and um, and then a second time to take out another big chunk of loan money to add on to the store and to add on to the property. We're talking with Marcia from the Spring House about her dad, Sam Miner, who passed away last week. Uh, Marcia, your dad was one of these guys, and this is, a, a, I'm sure, a, a bit of a cliche, but it's so true. There are some people that after you leave them, you think, man, that guy, he made me feel so good. And any time that I would, you know, happenstance to run into your father, I always left better because he always brought out the best. He focused on you, and it wasn't about him. He would just want to draw out me just a sweetheart of a guy. He was. Oh, my gosh. And I heard that so many times with the viewing and the funeral. And so I had to get up and speak because he, he did. He just, you know, he was an onion peeler. He would ask questions, and he would be so interested in the other people. But when I got up to speak at the funeral, I said, Now, you have to know, he was wonderful and kind, and he was tough, too. I bet. Well, you couldn't. Like, yeah. You know, Go ahead. He, um, you know, he would challenge us, and he was. He said to me at our last family business meeting, which was five days before he died, he said, "Now, Marcia," he said, "I have to tell you something. I think you have a bit of a control issue." And I go, "Well, where do you think I got that?" (laughs) (laughs) And he said, "No, no, no. We're not placing blame. I just want to hear you say, Dad, I've got this." And I was like, "Okay, Dad, I accept that challenge." But you know, he would challenge. a lot, all of us, plus other people in our lives too, and mm. because he was so good at seeing the forest for the trees. Fabulous. I mean, you could not be that person with that vision and that come to fruition with all that, all the kids, all the machinery, all the retail thing, and not be someone who was really direct and strong, kind and sweet, of course, but also a taskmaster. So, I mean, there's two sides of the coin. Yes, exactly. And he he carried both sides. Pretty well, I thought. Mm. Wow. Well, Marcia, I, I just can't tell you how much I have enjoyed knowing both of your parents and mm. you and your brother and just all the time we've been able to spend with you guys at the Spring House. It's just been such oh. a treat. And um, we'll miss your dad and we love your mom. And We know that that legacy lives on in all of you. Thank you. Thanks. We are so blessed to mm. have had him for all these years and... Um, to get to carry on that legacy. And we're, we've all been, you know, kind of eye-opening. Well, you know, Kathy just went through it. You know, what do I want to change in my life? What, what do I want to do to be more like him? I mean, I feel like he was such a, um, he was my first example of Christ-likeness. And, um, of course, he wasn't perfect, and I know that. We all know that more than anybody around. But, <laughs> but he really did exhibit it in a way he loved so well. And I want to be more like that, too. Fabulous. Well, Marcia, thanks an awful lot. It's always a pleasure. God bless you, your family, your mom, and especially to remember your dad, Sam Miner, as he passed away last week. Thanks, guys.
We'll take a break and be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from The Spring House. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. Every day across western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting Word FM to 91999. Join Ireland's own Keith and Kristen Getty, known for In Christ Alone, for their ninth annual Sing, an Irish Christmas tour. Featured on public television, the BBC and TVN, the Gettys are joined by their incredible band, fusing Celtic, Americana, modern, and classical music for a vibrant celebration of the season. Build lifelong memories at Sing, an Irish Christmas. For tickets and information, Visit gettymusic.com slash Christmas. Coming to the Benenham Center in Pittsburgh on December 12th, the day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. We think we'll break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to amentoaction.org. As we enter this holiday season, we've stopped to reflect on what we're grateful for. This is Greg Trzinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we're grateful for you, our loyal customers. With your support, more than half of our business comes from repeat customers and referrals. And we have been hometown made for nearly 30 years. So thank you. We look forward to building new relationships and providing the high quality and great value that you've come to expect from the Original Mattress Factory. We wish you and your family a happy and healthy holiday season and a wonderful new year. The sun setting in Green Tree. Gorgeous. It's incredible. It's this big, bright red and orange orb. It looks like something from Blade Runner. Yeah. It's really gorgeous if you're... Wow. Anywhere near a, a window, wow, and you can terrific. Yeah, check it out. Hey, uh, good news! Uh, this article from the Wall Street Journal: uh, the Senate, U.S. Senate, unanimously passed legislation 
that would reexamine, no, yes, that would reexamine U.S. support for the Hong Kong government as clashes between police and protesters seeking to counter Beijing's control over the largely self-governing territory grow more violent. This is a piece by Andrew Duran. Um, it talks about the mass protests in Hong Kong and how they began all those months ago. Um, but now they've become a broader movement opposing the government of this uh, uh, of the Chinese uh, nation and this semi-autonomous region. It's very complex. That's filled with a lot of students who believe in freedom and are looking to America for that model. Right. And um, so this vote by the U.S. Senate, I'm sure, will be received so well by them. So the student protesters were initially hedged into a university and the Hong Kong police had them totally surrounded. Now, over a period of days, many of the students surrendered. They were led away by the Hong Kong police. But as of yesterday, even still, there was a small group of about 20 protesters who were still there and had not yet and given in. And some of them escaped through sewers. Yes. Did you read about yes. that? Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, you just you have to love people who are willing to actually sacrifice. I think that make I think the thing that makes me mad about how we do protests in America. We shut down traffic. Is well, we just we do it from our sofa. Yeah. Who's the who's the late night comedian Mike um who's from South Africa? What's his name? He does the late he took over the late show from John Stewart. You know who I mean, right? Yeah, sure I do. Yeah. Yeah, why can't I think of his name? I don't know his name People right now in their car are shouting. 800-320-8255. Please, someone tell her what his name is. Yeah. Anyway, um have you seen his comedy special? No. It's really really good. I have refused to watch late night television because I don't want to get involved well, in politics. Well, you don't have to watch, but his he has a show on Netflix. Lisa? Yeah. Louisa what? Gola? No, no, no. That's not him, no, no, no. Um, the guy, just look up The Daily Show. Why can't I figure out what his yeah, name is? Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, he did an episode of Comedians in Cars with Jerry Seinfeld, and they had a terrific discussion about protest. And he said that- Trevor what, Noah. Thank you. Thank you, Trevor Noah. Um, that what we don't understand in America is that protest is supposed to cost you something. Yeah. And like Rosa Parks and the bus protest. Exactly, exactly. And so now if we sign on for like a protest group on Facebook, that's we good. feel like we've done something oh, I'm or we send this. out like a tweet about some issue that's trending. We feel like we've really contributed, but right, we right. haven't done anything, nothing at all, anything. So it's really complex, you know, the relationship between Hong Kong and China because more than 20 years ago, China said, okay, you yeah. are autonomous, right. you are separate, your but the fact of the matter is, China still cast a long shadow and a big stick over all the people who live in Hong Kong. Right. And there is fear, of course, and it's well-founded, that eventually all those rights that are hard-earned from the Hong Kong people will be get, stripped away, away, and then China will just absorb Hong right. Kong into its regime. Which is why this action by the Senate, I think, really matters. I do. I don't think it's just a vote. I think the the first thing, of course, is that it's unanimous. Um, the second thing is that it sends the right message to the protesters there. Well, it challenges the Beijing government. Yep. However, and, and Beijing is right. I mean, they're kicking back and going, really? You're going to stick your nose well, in our business? It's a complicated thing, right? Exactly. I mean, look at the, I mean, talk about a trading party. Look what happened in the NBA a couple months ago. I mean, one person makes a statement and all of a sudden it becomes like an international issue. It surely did. Um, the Senate, though, I want to make sure I mention this, also unanimously passed legislation barring the U.S. sale of certain munitions, including tear gas and pepper spray to the Hong Kong police force. Okay, fabulous. Well, that's and good the House news. passed similar legislation. Well, God bless those people. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, we talked yesterday. 
yesterday uh, with someone from China Aid. It is very difficult to be a person of faith in China yeah. and by association in Hong Kong as well. People are struggling to proclaim the name of Jesus. The Chinese government wants to bulldoze churches, wants to imprison, arrest, torture believers. So we've got a right to stand up for our faith. And we also would ask you to pray for those believers, all those citizens in China. Also thankful for Marco Rubio, who is the author of the bill. I'm a fan. Very nice. Um, uh, As you can imagine, the Hong Kong government has expressed deep regret over the passage of this legislation. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of deep, uh, deep regret, we're going to take a break, a little news weather traffic update. Thomas Kidd will join us during the 5 o'clock hour to talk about uh, the soap opera, which has become a chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A during the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Republicans are pointing out that the bombshell admission from Ambassador Gordon Sondland that there was a quid pro quo in dealing with Ukraine is not as explosive as House Democrats are painting it to be. European Union Ambassador Gordon Sondland told the House Intelligence Committee he never heard direct orders from the president to enter a quid pro quo with the Ukrainian government. Republican Jim Jordan of Ohio pointed out that You said to the president of the United States, what do you want from Ukraine? The president, I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. I want Zelensky to do the right thing. Mr. Jordan pointed out that Mr. Sondland left that remark out of his opening statement to the committee, and House Democrats ran with it. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 113 points to 27,821. The Nasdaq dropped 44. The S&P lower by 12. Oil up to 56.91 a barrel. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for over 100 years. Friday, December 6th, Memorial Park Church presents a special benefit concert with Michael Card. A free event to support the work of EduNations in war-torn Sierra Leone. RSVP now at edunations.org slash benefit concert. In addition to the free concert, don't miss Michael's Hessen Biblical Imagination Workshop, Saturday from 8 to 4, just $35 a ticket. Michael Card, December 6th and 7th. Details at edunations.org slash benefit concert. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit windowsruspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Camping in the great outdoors can be a lot of fun, but it's not the most conducive environment for your next retreat. Antiochian Village offers the best of both worlds with 300 acres of beautiful woodlands near historic Ligonier, plus all the technology and connectivity you'd need to make your retreat a success. 
with 100 hotel-style guest rooms, 18 meeting rooms, and several outstanding full-service dining menus. 10,000 guests every year can't be wrong. Antiochian Village. Book now at antiochianvillage.org. Hi, this is Tunch Ilkin on behalf of Light of Life Rescue Mission. Thanksgiving has great meeting for the entire team at the mission, and it reaches far beyond a few football games and eating too much turkey. We're thankful for you, the caring Pittsburgh community, and the generous ways you continue to reach out and help us touch the lives of those in need. Today, I'm asking you to join our team to help us share the priceless gift of hope by visiting lightoflife.org and donating generously today. Everyone gets hungry before the party. Why not give them something worth talking about without lifting a finger? Food. The Cooked Goose Catering Company provides homemade satisfaction that puts you at ease, whatever the occasion. Right now, get their special appetizer package added to your next menu. An inviting selection of hors d'oeuvres starting at $6.95 per person. Visit cookedgoosecatering.com word and see what's cooking. The Cooked Goose Catering Company. Just good food. We'll have some clouds around for tonight. Low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with an afternoon shower in some spots. High 52. We'll stay cloudy tomorrow night. Breezy with a bit of rain. Low 46. Friday, breezy with morning clouds and a shower giving way to some sunshine. Temperatures steady or slowly falling through the 40s. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. We live in a bizarro world, do we not? We live in an upside-down world where you think, well, this is good and true. Right. This is, should be the right thing to do. And then you see the culture goes, no, 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 no. That's the opposite. We're doing something totally different. And it's hard to see a, a news story about something that's important to you from a middle-of-the-road position because you have a certain thing that you already believe in. And so you can't really see it from the average human in America position right. because no, you're already weighed in. What's your middle-of-the-road position on this story? Okay, well, I don't so have a middle-of-the-road position. Okay, so here's the story. So it was maybe, I don't know, was it 2014, 15? I think it was 20, excuse me, 2015. Okay, when the Center for Medical Progress, which is an organization led by David Daleiden, came out with a series of five videos exposing Planned Parenthood, exposing Planned Parenthood in particular for the selling of fetal body parts obtained through abortion. Their harvesting of body parts, specifically having women engage in abortions so that they could go through dismember aborted babies and then on the open market sell, sell those body parts. For research purposes. Now, when- And also, let's not forget... Also advocating for specific abortion procedures such that the aborted fetus would be intact enough to gain a higher price through a third-party buyer. When the videos were first released, I mean, I think if you saw them and, you know, you're pro-life and you see these videos – my jaw dropped. I could not believe it. I remember where we were sitting the first time we watched the first one. And then after we digested it, you know, we're like – then I was like triumphant thinking, oh, my gosh, they have Planned Parenthood, you know, dead to rights mm-hmm. because this is this is so deeply heinous. And at the moment, you know, and these these videos came out once a week 
for five weeks. Yeah. I and it's and I this is not because I I'm somehow insightful or in somehow like in intelligent or informed. It's none of those things. It's just experience. I knew, listen. Planned Parenthood is the big dog, and it's going to take a heck of a lot more to take them down than that. If it if this if those videos didn't bring them down, then I believe well, that, nothing will that because they survived. Where we are with society. Okay, so now David Delighton, he himself was indicted along with his organization, and uh, I'm sorry, I don't know the person who was with him, Sandra Merritt. Thank you. So the two of them, they were indicted. And there was a federal trial finding them guilty of any number of things. Now, first, let's first off say what they were um, what they were accused of. So the video they said right from the very beginning, instantly when when the very first video came out, they said that the videos were deceptively edited propaganda. Planned Parenthood yeah, said this deceptively edited propaganda. Right. So of course, what does that make you think? That makes you think that David Daleiden went in and filmed certain things and then he cut them up right. such that it would give a different impression than what actually happened at the beginning. But here's what happened. Once they started accusing him of that, he released the vi- the video the footage, footage, the whole thing. So right. you can sit there and watch the whole thing. And I'm telling you, if you sit there and watch the whole thing, there's nothing deceptively edited. No. You can clearly see talk about quid pro quo oh my gosh are you kidding me i mean there it is okay so yesterday a jury agreed with planned parenthood that david dalladin uh and sandra Sandra merritt were guilty of fraud trespassing illegal recording racketeering and breach of contract so in that ruling a federal jury awarded planned parenthood some 2.28 million dollars in damages which is shocking. I mean, here's an organization in the most ghoulish sense. I agree. Promoting the death of children and then using the children's body parts for medical research. Right. Now, if you're not familiar with these videos, let me just say again that there is nothing about them that is deceptively edited when you compare them to the original unedited footage that was released. Mm-hmm. Basically, he made them a little more watchable um, and shorter. Of course. But the overall idea is the same. There's nothing deceptive about it. It's like what they said is what was shown on the video, and it is heinous. Exactly. I, mean, I don't care what your position is on abortion. This is one step too far. Yep. This is one step too far, which is why both the House and Senate instantly started investigating Planned Parenthood. And I don't know whatever happened to that investigation. Now we got sidetracked because we have to like, you know, do impeachment all the time and we can't like put energy at anything else. Right. I don't I mean I don't know what it is. But I think this comment made by Alexandra DeSanctis, this is from a National Review. I think this is really an important question that we can all think of and say, okay, what does this mean? She said, what if this had happened and David Daleiden and Sandra Merritt were undercover activists investigating the routine mistreatment of animals. Oh, like a PETA thing. They would have been hailed as heroes. Or when you think about, you know, 60 Minutes, Mike Wallace, Morley Safer, those early days of 60 Minutes, they, they made their living doing undercover videos. Right? right? I mean, this was just but investigative this, but journalism. Planned Parenthood is the sacred cow in America. It is the sacred cow. They have got themselves so deeply embedded in the psyche of the American person, men and women, mm-hmm. as somehow they're you know on the f- forefront of struggling for the rights for women. 
um, that there's free mammograms in whatever Planned Parenthood clinic you go into. Women's health care. Right. It's not about women's health care. It's about abortion, and it's about making as much money off of abortion as they can. And by the way, you can't get mammograms at any Planned Parenthood (laughs) clinic. No, no, no. Any. So whenever I see this story... And then just a couple of days ago, the you know wackadoodle Chick Fil A story, which we we're going to talk about in a few minutes with Thomas Kidd, I I do sort of I throw my hands up in despair sometimes, and I or I want to feel like Rod Dreher who talks about you know the Benedict option, you know, which is in some ways you can't push the, against the culture anymore. The culture essentially has decided what they've decided. Yes. And we, Your as job. believers in Jesus, are the enemies. Now, believe me, we do a pretty darn bad job of advancing the cause of Christ in this world, as fallen and as ridiculous as we all are as believers. We do. We're a poor witness. And, of course, that's historical. But the fact of the matter is the culture owns the mouthpiece. They do. So yep. I know. this thing, Planned Parenthood, Chick-fil-A, it's just business as it usual. It is. It is business as usual. But isn't it shocking to think that after the videos that millions of people watched on Planned Parenthood, uh, absolute incontrovertible evidence that Planned Parenthood was selling body parts to researchers. And not only that, let me say again, they were encouraging in fact, mandating women to have particular abortion practices, not because they were safe for the woman, but because they would produce a more intact fetus and therefore garner them more cash from the buyer. That's what they were doing. After watching all of those videos, how is it that David Delayden and Sandra Merritt are the only ones that have been punished That's out crazy. of this whole thing after all this time? I don't get it. I can't believe it. I just, I cannot I mean, thank believe God it. There is justice and in there's heaven. been hardly... Hardly a blip of media coverage about it. No, of course not. You won't see this in the New York Times or USA Today or any national paper. They just won't. We're going to take a break, come back. Uh, The aforementioned um, Chick-fil-A, that saga, the soap opera around a chicken sandwich. We'll talk about that with uh, Thomas Kidd. Stick around. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. Wonderful time of the year. And Mark Martell. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800 965 9324. Welcomed by Word FM. 101.5 WORD. What's the purpose for prayer in marriage? Nina Schmidgall says it's about more than just asking God to bless you or to fix things. It's not just about overcoming the things that you want to overcome in your marriage. It's about inviting the Lord to do his completing work. And that is a persistent battle. The power and importance of prayer in marriage. Next time on Family Life Today. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. From the moment you met. It's as if you are custom-made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a -a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. 
Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Register today at walkms.org. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. We think we'll break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to amentoaction.org. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at indeed.com slash hire. On today's episode of America's Least Wanted, the home invaders most likely to threaten your family are not human. Cockroaches can spread salmonella and trigger asthma attacks. Termites destroy billions of dollars in property each year. And stinging insects send half a million people to emergency rooms. Learn how to protect your family. Arm yourself with the facts at pestworld.org. A public service announcement from the National Pest Management Association. The world's axis is perched on a chicken sandwich, or so it seems. <laughs> I don't think it is. That's what it feels no, like. No, I think it's stronger If you've been that. following along at home, it feels the kerfuffle about LGBTQ and Chick-fil-A is like the most important thing that's going Good on right grief. now. Thomas Kidd is with us. Thomas is a regular guest on our show. Uh, his books include Benjamin Franklin, The Religious Life of a Founding Father, and American Colonial History, Clashing Cultures and Faith. He is the uh, James Vanderman Distinguished Professor of History at Baylor University and always a welcome presence. Thomas, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thomas, God willing, I cannot wait to see what historical book you will put together 10 years from now on this silliness. I just, (laughs) it makes me want to lose my mind. Okay, so for, I just got an email from a listener um, uh, who said, I don't even know what the Chick-fil-A story is. Like, what are you guys talking about? And I thought, well, I guess we shouldn't assume that this is the kind of thing that everyone's thinking about. So, you know, going back, I don't know, the last, what do you think it is, Tom, 15 years um, since Chick-fil-A kind of came to the forefront of the fast food business in America. Uh, they right. were known as an organization that was a Christian organization, mostly because they're closed on Sunday. Um, right. But Dan Cathy, who was the owner at the time, came out and said, hey, I, re- I support causes. Traditional marriages. Ca- I support causes that support traditional marriage. Now, never a single time did he say anything about being anti-LGBTQ. But of course, if you're not fully in favor of, that means you're against. Tom, is that the way you see it? Yeah, that's certainly the way that it's developed very quickly. I mean, of course, it it wasn't that long ago that President Obama was expressing reservations about legalization of gay marriage. So uh, the the environment on this has changed very quickly. And uh, Dan Cathy did say some fairly strident things about, you know, that legalizing gay marriage would I think invite the judgment of God or something something along those lines uh, about seven years ago. So um, it wasn't just about giving money to uh, groups like Fellowship of Christian Athletes and Salvation Army, but uh, they, they've of course taken on this, uh, this sort of strange reputation as being sort of the official 
evangelical restaurant <laughs> in, in America, right. and uh, and because they're closed on Sunday, and because we know that they try to inject sort of Christian principles into the way they run the business, and they're known as being especially friendly, helpful uh, restaurant staff, and that that kind of thing. But then they've given money historically to a certain number of Christian groups that have just a standard Christian, traditional Christian policy on sexuality and marriage. Um, and that has, in this day and age, drawn the, the furor and criticism of a number of national pro-gay advocacy groups. And it, it appears that in this instance, they decided to try to get some of the pressure off by not donating to FCA and Salvation Army. Right. So a couple of days ago, they made the, the announcement that they were going to pull back from Salvation Army and FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And, and with that, there has been a firestorm of criticism, uh, mainly from evangelical Christians aimed at Chick-fil-A, as though Chick-fil-A, you know, we, we've sold out, that Chick-fil-A has folded to the culture. I mean, so much so, there was um, um, uh, an editorial, uh, an opinion piece in today's Wall Street Journal. That's right, and and Wall Street Journal was um, you know not happy with with the move that they made, and I think for some good reason. I mean, I I think my take on this is not that you know we need to boycott Chick Fil A or something right. like that. that. I think that would be kind of an overreaction, but it, I think it's more just sad uh, that this is the environment that we live in now that uh, even to donate to groups like FCA and the Salvation Army, which to me, seem like about the most innocuous Christian groups you can imagine right. yes. on the American landscape. And the Salvation Army in particular is just so generous to the poor and social relief issues, and, and but they have a traditional view of sexuality. And so, uh, you know, these groups on the left, on the secular left, that promote the LGBT agenda, I mean, I have just gotten to the point where any kind of financial or administrative connection with any traditional groups like that means that you're subject to unrelenting criticism and protests. And I guess that Chick-fil-A just thought maybe they can get some of these groups to back off a little bit if they stop giving money to FCA and the Salvation Army. When I think back, Tom, to uh, an article in the Huffington Post, it was back in 2013, written by uh, Shane Windmeyer. It was a story that was titled, Dan and Me, My Coming Out is a Friend of Dan Cathy and Chick-fil-A. And it's a really terrific article about how uh, this man who is a leader in the LGBTQ movement had spent New Year's Eve at what he called the red-blooded all-American epicenter of college football at the Chick-fil-A Bowl next to Dan Cathy as his personal guest, he wrote, it was among the most unexpected moments of my life. Now, it is it is a wonderful chronology of Dan Cathy reaching out to him and saying, you know what, beyond what I am now unfortunately known for, I would like to know you. I would like to show you that I'm more than a political position or some kind of marriage advocate. I'm just a person and you're a person. And so can we get together? And that's what I feel like has been completely lost. And of course, is always lost in these gigantic political battles is the one-on-one relationship is way left behind. And all of a sudden it's just taken off. It's like horses out of the barn. That's right, and and I think uh, social media has certainly made that worse. Um, that you know, it's just so much easier to preserve relationships with people that you know offline uh, and have some kind of personal uh, 
contact with. It's no guarantee, but but that personal connection, I think, makes it a lot easier for us to be able to absorb and understand differences that we have with people. Um, uh, hopefully, the church would be a place where you could do that sort of thing. But um, uh, you know, the social media environment, the cancel culture that we we inhabit now, where you know any flaw in someone's character. Uh, usually, you know, now on 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 the left in these kind of discussions, uh, you, you know, it draws out the critics and people saying that you have to boycott, you have to, you know, what, whatever. But I, my my concern is is that with Chick Fil A, I mean, is this really going to alleviate the pressure against them? No, I mean, absolutely I, I, not. I, you know, and and that's what I think is is tragic about this is that. Um, you know, it's never good enough. Uh, I mean, maybe if, if Chick-fil-A, and there already have been groups saying uh, straight out that if they start donating to gay groups, that that might be satisfying. Um, but but that that's the end of the line of, of this. And I don't think that Chick-fil-A's leadership wants to go that direction. So I don't think they'll get a whole lot of credit for stopping the donations. And it, it certainly could, uh, you know, damage their, their core constituency, which are lots of regular Americans, but including a lot of evangelicals. Exactly. So I wonder, you know, Thomas, in this age we live in, I mean, at least from my perspective, it's certainly unusual where, you know, you either have to be all in on whatever, LGBT rights, or you're a hater or a bigot. But historically, in the sweep of history, and you're a historian, I mean, has there ever been anything like this? Or is this all on the boogeyman of social media that's made everyone, you know, the stranger, the someone that we should be leery of? Well, I mean, there's always been, uh, you know, instances of, of pressure to sort of toe the party line in various ways. Uh, but but I think what's different now is the kind of immediacy in your face kind of nature of social media means that at any moment, uh, you, you know, if I say something that's, that's politically incorrect online, I could have thousands of people screaming at me on social media right in my face to to shut up and you, you've got to be stopped and cancel all his speaking appearances and that, that sort of thing that we do to people regularly now. And I, I think it's the instantaneous nature of that kind of feedback that, that is so powerful and pervasive today. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I think the thing that grieved me the most about this decision, and I do think it's an unfortunate decision, just because it looks like caving, um, especially when even against their own wishes, Chick-fil-A has been made to be some kind of standard bearer, which I think I thought from the beginning was unfortunate, but that really wasn't their choice. Um, that's something that the gay lobby kind of put on them, and a lot of America followed behind. But, you know, fast forwarding to the, to the decision that they made a couple days ago, I feel like they hung the Salvation Army out to dry. I felt like they hung FCA out to dry and the, the Paul Young Youth Home or whatever, it is, by basically saying that all of the allegations that the progressive media, the progressive bloggers, those on Twitter and Facebook had made about those organizations as being anti-LGBTQ was right. Yeah, and I, I think it reflects, uh, you know, that there's been a transition in leadership at Chick-fil-A. Uh, the, the Kathy's dominance at, at Chick-fil-A, I think, has now passed. And, and we're now in an era when the leadership is saying we, we do want to make, make clear what we stand for, and it's not uh, the kind of values of, of an FCA or a Salvation Army, which I, which I just think is, is 
extraordinarily, uh, you know, narrow and unfortunate to, to, I mean, you know, if you want to see intolerant Christian groups, I can show you some Right, exactly. The Salvation you know, Army isn't it, one of them. It, it's, it's not the Salvation yeah. Army. It's not FCA. I mean, FCA is in its origins is basically a mainline Christian group. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it, and, you know, they just work with kids and sports and so forth. It's, it's you know, not some culture war organization. Right. So, um, and what, I, I and Tom, what does sexuality have to do with the Salvation Army? I well, mean, I mean, it's just that they're in their hiring policies, uh, you know, and what they teach people, and because they do have have some church like functions in the Salvation Army, and so if they happen to be on the topic, they would not affirm uh, homosexuality, and so I mean, I right, think that's, but yeah, that's and the I, problem. I, right, and I get that, but the Salvation Army is not about sexuality. You know, it's not like a Planned Parenthood type of organization, which is at its heart right. about sexuality-related issues. But Salvation Army has also said, by and, by and large, we're probably the largest organization that helps help, people about right. LGBTQ. That's right. That's right. But but that, none of that matters. I mean, when, when you have this absolutist kind of view of, of we, we can't work with people that you know, ha- have an, a- even slightly questionable credentials on the sexuality right. issue, and that's that's just the media environment we're in. So everything we do now, every choice we make, whether the pair of jeans we want to buy or the chicken sandwich we want, we want to eat, has some political or social connotation to it. Well, yes, that's right. And but I, I mean, I, I I think that this is it's still a fairly small group of people who put this kind of pressure on on corporations, but corporations in particular have shown themselves to be uh, completely compliant as far as towing the line on the left-wing agenda, you know, secular, uh, you know, pro-homosexual agenda of these these kind of groups. And so uh, the the strategy of shouting down the, the Chick-fil-A's of the world, it works. Yep, it's working. Um, and, uh, and, and Chick-fil-A, I think, has, has shown itself, I mean, not, not surprisingly, to be sort of a regular corporation. I yeah. mean, we thought they were, you know, somehow Jesus's company or whatever. I mean, they're, they're just, you know, they're a regular business and yeah. they want to kind of keep the flack at bay. And, and I think- Make you know, a profit. The leadership has changed a bit, and and so they made a decision. Yeah. Okay. So, Tom, for you, uh, when it's time for chicken sandwich, you're still going to go, right? You know, I haven't been to Chick Fil A for years. My kids are teenagers now. I mean, <laughs> we used to go to the playground all the time. Right. Of course, you know, we all did. But, but uh, I have better local chicken options here. Uh, oh, so, listen to what um, he says about his local chicken locals options. Locals better. That makes me a little envious. Very nice, <laughs> Tom. Thanks an awful lot. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Dr. Thomas Kidd, Benjamin Franklin, his latest work, The Religious Life of a Founding Father and American Colonial History, Clashing Cultures and Faith. Dr. Thomas Kidd. Close on Sunday. You my Chick-fil-A. Close on Sunday. You my Chick-fil-A. Hold the selfies. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you have brain fog and lack of energy during the day? If so, take back your vitality and clarity with all-natural Cola Gel, newly discovered jellyfish collagen peptides that aids with brain and memory support. Cola Gel is all-natural with no side effects. Edible jellyfish collagen uniquely supplies the body with multiple collagen peptides and naturally occurring minerals that fuels our cellular system with energy-rich compounds. Jellyfish collagen is a nutritive formula that promotes 
supports optimum neurological activity and improves cognitive memory. Receive your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. That's longevitybynature.biz and enter promo code COLAGEL. K-O-L-L-A-J-E-L-L. Get your first bottle free plus shipping by visiting longevitybynature.biz promo code COLAGEL. Eliminate brain fog and lack of energy with COLAGEL at longevitybynature.biz. That's longevitybynature.biz. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. Most wonderful time of the year. And Mark Martell. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. When it comes time for your child to apply to college, there's always that wish list. You know, the big schools, the Ivy League schools, those dream schools. The fact of the matter is those schools draw students from all over the country, all over the world. But right here in western Pennsylvania, Grove City College has that same pool of applicants, students who come from far afield who apply to Grove City. Now that we're right on the verge of Thanksgiving, it makes me think of the last several Thanksgivings we've had at our house, and our house has been filled with Grove City students. Why is that? Because they're from all over. They're from Alaska or Hawaii or California or Maine. It's too far for them to go home for such a short trip, right? I see, sure. And so they end up at my house, and it wasn't until I met those kids I thought, wow, Grove City's reputation for being a Christian college, a college with a great spiritual worldview and a rigorous academic education has gone nationwide. And it causes parents to say, you know what, this might be a huge trip for my kid, but it's going to be worth it for them to be at that place for four years. Nice. So if you're a Grove City College student and you're from Hawaii, Colorado, <laughs> or Alaska, stop on by Kathy Emmons' house for a nice turkey meal. We're going to have okay, a good time. Kidding. Right. But listen, in all seriousness, Grove City College gets the top students because people know that Jesus and a higher education that is of deep quality is available. And it's right here in Western Pennsylvania. Look online for your child, gcc.edu. We'll have some clouds around for tonight, low 32. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with an afternoon shower in some spots, high 52. We'll stay cloudy tomorrow night, breezy with a bit of rain, low 46. Friday, breezy with morning clouds and a shower, giving way to some sunshine. Temperatures steady or slowly falling through the 40s. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. Today is your birthday, and I wish you many, many, many more. Happy birthday to Mr. Joe Biden. Hey, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Dig you, my friend. How old do you think Joe Biden is today? Uh, I, I was reading something about him the other day, so I think I do have a oh. very accurate uh, grasp of this. You, you always think- have an accurate mm-hmm. grasp of this. Do you think that he even knows his age? Yeah, oh, a there's, a good, there's a good question. <laughs> Joe Biden is 77 <laughs> years yes, you young. you are correct. Very nice. Should he win the presidency? I don't uh, think so. Okay. Should he win, um, he would be the oldest president mm-hmm. to become president. Yeah. Uh, he would be 77 upon taking the oath of office. Oh. No, he would be 78 because yeah. he wouldn't be taking the oath of office till January. Nice. 
Yeah. So anyway, it's is, Joe's birthday. I think there's a, is there a debate tonight? Is that, is that tonight? I don't know. I believe that there is a democratic debate. Yeah. I'm trying to preserve my emotional stability by stepping back a little bit from the <laughs> political landscape. Right. Instead, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Okay. So last week, um, no, not it was, pardon me, earlier this week, mm-hmm. we spoke on the air about the importance of cleaning your dishwasher. Oh, yeah, yeah, now yeah. Now I know you're thinking I turn into the ride home for incisive social commentary, but it's not all we do here. No, no, no. And, you know, th- that that conversation prompted me to go and uh, take apart my dishwasher no. even more so. Yeah. And what happened? Uh, it, you know, a lot of guys would, would uh, nod their head with this. Once I got in there, for a few minutes I regretted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I did. I was like, why did you do that, John? Mm-hmm. But I was just curious – I recovered and got it back together again, and I think everything's all copacetic. Okay, well, that's really interesting because it encouraged me. Yeah, to do the same? To look at my dishwasher and go, wow, that's all I did. Oh, really? I I looked at it and said, wow. You didn't look at the manual or anything? I cleaned mine. Hey, did you? I used 342 Lysol wipes. What? 342 Lysol wipes? Are you kidding me? (laughs) What is that? It was disgusting. Aye. I pulled the filter out, Aye. and I cannot believe what I saw. Good for you, Mike. It was horrible. Good for you. And I, it was. I had the same thought. I thought, uh, John, I had the same thought you had. Why? I immediately mm-hmm. regret this decision because it took me an hour and a half to clean. The of course, entire it thing. did. Okay, so here's the deal. So you're in a rental. Yes. Now, yeah. Probably long before you, no one's touched that filter. Oh, it's 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 a brand new. Oh, it wash. is. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, so we can only it's, blame new Mike's oh, family. It's a, it's that a year filth and a half is your old. filth. It, it hasn't been cleaned out for. Well, a year Well, here's and a half. the deal: you don't rinse your dishes, so like you're finding like you know, Speaking grandma's of, wedding thank ring you. in there. Or something. I, I'd like to bring into the conversation an email correspondence from Tim Bilski from Cannonsburg. Hey, Tim. Timmy. Yeah, uh, this is what Tim says. Hey, John and Kathy and new Mike. I try to chime in every now and then on the uh, email. Mm-hmm. Being an old millennial, as I am, what does that mean? Old is is, is top of millennial he must be like, like 34. Thir- 34, no, or 30, oh, 35. Yeah, old anyway. Tim says, nevertheless, the issue with most appliances interacting with water around here, he says, is limescale or calcium deposits. Yes. What yes. really? He said, southwestern Pennsylvania's very hard water wreaks havoc on anything with a heating element touching mm, water, such mm. as hot water tanks, dishwashers, washing machines, coffee makers, and humidifiers or yeah. vaporizers. As such, says Tim Bilski, these items should be regularly descaled. Descaled. It's not enough that you cleaned out your filter, people. You okay, you got to descale with a product like CLR. See, I don't have hard water. I don't know what Do that you have is. hard water? I don't know. Or household white vinegar. Yeah. If you use the appliance daily, says vinegar. Tim Bilski, a good rule of thumb would be to run it empty with just one half cup to one cup of vinegar weekly yeah. or monthly. Really? Yes. Wait, so you're going to... Close your dishwasher. You're not going to put any detergent in. Just throw some vinegar in you're there. Not and put run any, it. You're not going to put any dishes in there either. Yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah, run yeah. it empty. Right, I right. was about to clean my uh, the, the dishwasher with soap and water, and yeah. my wife stopped me. She said, "No, don't don't use that." She got the white vinegar out. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So like, she what? knew. Is she, she talking knew. to Tim Bilski? Apparently, is that what she she's doing? Hold on. Vinegar. Okay, now for a humidifier or something like a steam mop, which he says is an amazing product. I don't even know what that is. You might even choose to run distilled water only, which already has most of the minerals removed and never develop scale. I'm with John on this one, though, admittedly. I don't descale enough, but try to protect my investment. Do that, and cleaning out the filters on the washer and dishwasher will generally extend the life 
of your product. Yes. Now there's a voice of wisdom. How about that? Thank he you, also Timmy. says it was a fascinating discussion. It made me laugh. And I especially like New Mike's ridiculous put the plates in the dishwasher dirty comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, there's one more line in that email. Yeah. yeah. Um, and John's rebuttal about him putting chicken bones in there. Thank you. <laughs> you got to make corrective That's measures. Tim Bilski from Cannonsburg. Thank Very you, nice. Tim. Thank you. Okay, yeah. So clean your dishwasher, right? Tim knows what he's talking about. Because what he's saying is the big thing is take care of the investment. Because who wants to spend right, more so money that means, on a dishwasher? Like, I have to do something other than look at it and say, wow. Well, your husband's got to check that out, right? Let him. Are you going to call him and tell him? No. Okay. I'm going to say, just look at the manual and see where the filter yeah, seriously, is. Look at the manual. Make sure you look at the manual, seriously, yeah. because it took me about 15 to 20 minutes to figure it out. To take the filter out yeah. and how to put it back in. How many? It's horrible. 300 what? 342 Lysol wipes. Why don't you just like. Wait, did you get, did you get the giant family pack from Sam's? Yeah, exactly. Okay, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, speaking of food in the dishwasher, we're going to talk from pickle pie to fried squirrel. The most unique foods in every state. From the moment you met, it's as if you were custom made for each other. Why should your jewelry be any different? Trinity Jewelers is the area's premier designer of custom jewelry that celebrates life's closest relationships, from breathing new life into a family heirloom to crafting a -a one-of-a-kind original out of nothing but imagination. Trinity's master craftsmen create affordable pieces that tell your own unique story. See how at trinityjewelers.com. 101.5 WORD. I was sitting there and I seen an ultrasound and I just seen the baby. And at that moment, I wanted to keep the baby. She said, they go to heartbeat. You've heard that seeing is believing. That's certainly true when it comes to pregnancies. It's been shown that abortion-minded women who see their babies on an ultrasound are likely to have that baby. Today, you can provide a free ultrasound for a pregnant woman for just $28, the cost to save the life of a baby. So whether you want to save one or five or hundreds of babies, Word FM and Preborn are here to help. Call today, 833-850-BABY, or go to wordfm.com. The day after Thanksgiving, feed your soul. Join Amen to Action as we come together for the third year to sing, pray, celebrate, and pack over one million meals of hope for the hungry. It's Friday, November 29th at the Convention Center. Doors open at 8 a.m. We think we'll break last year's record. We know it will be a lot of fun. To register for the event or make a donation, go to amentoaction.org. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville can help protect your vehicle against anything the elements throw at it, like spray-on bed liners to create a permanent lifetime barrier against impact, moisture, and corrosion. Their TST Rust Remedy covers stuff your manufacturer warranty doesn't, like road salt, and fall detail to safeguard your paint job, your tires, your interior against winter's worst damage. And did I mention Extreme now offers custom graphics? Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at extremetruck.net. Join Ireland's own Keith and Kristen Getty, known for In Christ Alone, for their ninth annual Sing, an Irish Christmas tour. Featured on public television, the BBC and TVN, the Gettys are joined by their incredible band, fusing Celtic, Americana, modern, and classical music 
music for a vibrant celebration of the season. Build lifelong memories at Sing an Irish Christmas. For tickets and information, visit gettymusic.com slash Christmas. Coming to the Benenham Center in Pittsburgh on December 12th. Every day across western Pennsylvania, tough breaks happen to honest folks. Layoffs happen to single parents. Evictions happen to families with babies. And empty bank accounts happen to hungry people. But thankfully, every day in our community, good people happen to bad things. Your sustaining monthly gift of just $25 doubles the Salvation Army's ability to assist our neighbors battling poverty and help them win. Join the fight for good by texting Word FM to 91999. It's an article in USA Today. America is this huge country, of course, with uh, immense variation in climate, topography, a diverse population drawn from hundreds of nations around the world. So these factors, that diversity adds up to an incredible variety in what we eat. And despite the unstoppable expansion of fast food places around the land, every region, every state, probably almost every town and city has its own way of cooking and combining foods and discovering things to eat. So here is a a sampling of some of the odd and favorite foods from state to state. Okay, I'm ready. Alabama. The favorite odd and weird food, Mm. banana and mayonnaise sandwich. That is disgusting. That is the grossest. That is appalling. The sandwich is identified primarily with Alabama. The banana does its best, they say, but the mayo dominates. (laughs) <laughs> that is. Do you think that's disgusting? No, that'd be horrible. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alaska, something called stinkheads. Stinkheads? The name says it all. These are salmon heads buried for weeks in the ground until they ferment and, well, stink. And then someone eats them. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? <laughs> salmon heads in Alaska. I wonder if our friend Leslie Leyland Field eats these because she... She's a salmon fisherman. Mm-hmm. That's Up, how can that be safe? I don't know. All right, go on. Arkansas, okay. Pork brains and eggs. When they're scrambled, pork brains take on a similar consistency to eggs, so the combination makes sense. <laughs> That's horrible. Colorado, okay. Smoked rattlesnake. Look for this appetizer. All right, that seems normal compared mm-hmm. to what we've heard up to this yeah. point. Look for this appetizer of chopped up smoked rattler on a cream cheese base served with multicolored tortilla chips at Denver's Buckhorn Exchange Restaurant. I, I actually heard snake is pretty good. Really? Unless they're heard, in your attic. Wait, now listen. Yeah. Did you hear? I heard snake is pretty good. That's what he said. I heard snake is pretty my good. My friend had it. Really? My friend he had it. it. Tastes like chicken. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm serious. He, he, he smoked it in a smoker. Whatever. Really? Okay. It was good. How about Illinois? Okay. Spaghetti pizza. Spaghetti's good. Pizza is good. The two together double good? A lot of people think so. Uh, Illinois. No, wait. So does it describe exactly what spaghetti pizza no, is? No, just probably a pizza with a spaghetti topping. I, I think I'd eat that. That's a lot of starch. Yeah. But, you know. Indiana. We're from the land of pierogies, so. Speaking of pierogies, sauerkraut balls in Indiana. Associated with a state fair with the Indianapolis 500, there are a mix of sauerkraut, pork sausage, and cream cheese with mustard added, formed into spheres, breaded and plunged into boiling oil until crisp and brown. Oh, very nice. Gosh, I bet, first of all, that would make me so sick. Second Mm. of all, that sounds delicious. It sure does. Give me me an order of sauerkraut balls, please. Sauerkraut balls. Mm -hmm. 
uh, Kentucky, something called Benedictine, in, uh, intimately associated with the Kentucky Derby and not related to the French liqueur of the same name. This is a spread made with cucumber, onion, cream cheese, mayo, and sometimes green food coloring. Oh, <laughs> I was good with you up till the food coloring. Mm-hmm. In Maine. What's it called? Uh, it's called Benedictine. And what do you put it on? That's a spread. So you put it on crackers, probably. Hmm? little cracker spread, Benedictine. Right. How about Maine? Tomaly. It's uh, spelled T-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y. Tomaly. <laughs> Tomaly is the pungent green goop in the body of a lobster. Oh. It is the creature's yeah. digestive gland. Oh. Most people probably throw it away, but connoisseurs in Maine save it to spread on toast or whisk into sauces or softened butter. Mm. That's revolting. That sounds pretty good, actually. What? How can that sound good? Okay, you want to hear something? Digestive juices. Okay, how about this? Montana. (laughs) I don't know. Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, we know what they are. Okay, I will skip that then. Uh, I mean, you don't have to skip it. No, no, it's fine. Okay, we are going to skip it. Nebraska, raisin pie. Raisins are great in trail mix, also in raisin bread, but a whole slice of pie filled with nothing but sweet dried grapes, sweetened further with sugar, and bound with cornstarch. Doesn't that sound like mincemeat uh, pie or something, Yeah, it right? does. You're right. Yeah. Love mincemeat. Do you? Oh, yeah. Mm. Really? Oh, I don't like mincemeat pie. It's too much for me. Me too. It's My way mother-in-law too... cooks it for Christmas every season. Really? No kidding. Oh, it's so good. Really? Okay. North Carolina, liver mush. Liver mush? Mm. Is this like liver worst? It's liver of the pork variety, yeah, mushed together with morsels of pig's head, meat, and cornmeal, formed into rectangles and fried into something that has been described as looking like burnt Pop-Tarts. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's not a good recommendation, no, burnt Pop-Tarts. No, okay, this is uh, Pennsylvania. All right. You know this, I'm sure. Scrapple. Oh, Scrapple, I got to be honest with you, is disgusting. Known in Pennsylvania Dutch as oh panas or pan rabbit. Scrapple is a mush of cornmeal oh. and wheat flour, sometimes with buckwheat and a whole array of pork scraps, including head, yeah. heart, yeah. and liver. Yeah, you know what's worse? Mm. Is whatever you don't use in Scrapple, you use in pudding. Oh, really? You think Scrapple's bad? That's worse. Pudding's several That's steps just down worse. down the line. That's just. South Dakota has something called chislick. Uh, tiny cubes of meat. This actually sounds pretty good. Tiny cubes of meat, traditionally lamb, but sometimes beef or venison or other game meats, are deep fried until crispy, flavored with garlic, salt, or other seasoning, then popped by the handful or dipped into ranch dressing or other condiments. That sounds delicious. Sometimes the meat is marinated first and or battered before frying. That sounds awesome. I think so, too. I think we should have that. I've been to South Dakota multiple times. You've never heard of it? I've not had it, no. Mm -mm. Have you heard of it? Uh, No, no. Okay. You need to try that. Tennessee, something called the Fat Elvis. That'll tell you something. The late, great Presley honored all of America with renditions of his purited favorite sandwich, lots of peanut Mm. butter, Mashed bananas on white bread, sometimes dubbed the Fat Elvis. Uh, in Tennessee, it's uh, also... Um, no, wait, I thought it had bacon on it. Didn't He nope, didn't go for the bacon. No, nope, no bacon, no. Okay. Uh, well, Tennessee, it's uh, sold in neighborhood uh, bodegas. Listen, I eat... I don't put it on bread, but I eat peanut butter and banana, I mean, at least twice a week. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. With yeah. rich chocolate Ovaltine. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. How about this? Uh, Wyoming, jackalope summer sausage. Okay. There's no such thing as jackalope. It's a joke animal. A jackrabbit with antlers. But the Wyoming Buffalo Company, and Cody doesn't let that stop it, the company makes a hickory-smoked salami-like sausage from jackalope that's actually a blend of rabbit, venison, and pork. That doesn't sound bad. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I mean, you know. 
You I ever, like I like weird food. I, that's a that's very good. I, yeah. I enjoyed hearing that. Yeah, you want a stinkhead though? In no, Alaska, the stinkhead stink is disgusting. And the first one, yeah, what was the mayonnaise and the what was that banana and mayonnaise? Uh, it was, was it banana and mayonnaise. Let me what it was here. Let me see if I find this again. No, I'm sorry, I can't find it. No, oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure it was banana and mayonnaise. You guys ever try slop? Slop? No, it's slop. What's slop? It, never heard of that. It's it's the typical uh, meal right after Thanksgiving. Oh, so it's basically right mashed potatoes. Yep, bread. Oh, yep, a hot turkey, turkey sandwich. All mixed together in one. That sounds. But good you to mix me. it together and you cook it. You heat yes. it up in the oven. Yes, mm. I think that that is ideal. Yeah, that sounds with, fabulous. With a little bit of gravy over it. Yeah, mm. and you mm. got to put the cranberry sauce in there. Of course. Aren't you looking forward to Thanksgiving yes. dinner? Yes, I love Thanksgiving. Oh, I can't dinner. wait. Yeah, but I just I just thought to myself, I I don't really trust my my own stuffing. What? what? I'm a little lacking confidence. Why? Because I've made it a bunch of different ways, and I'm really not sure I've landed on anything that really works. Really? Are people eating it? Yeah, but I think they're doing it to be nice. Oh, that's a bad <laughs> feeling then, because you're eating your meal and thinking, oh, yeah, right? You haven't. So yeah. why, don't you, why don't you ascribe that to someone else then? Pass well, it down the line. There's, there, I'm the only one cooking this year, so I don't really have anyone to pass it off to. You're the only one cooking? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, thanks. What, you're making everything? Everything? Yeah. yeah. And how many people are coming? Eight. It's pretty small. Oh, it's small. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, How about you? Why don't you buy some some stovetop? Isn't that the worst? Yeah, I can't do that. Stovetop stuffing. Look, I can't. I know that it's fine. Then why I'm don't sure you go to like that. to the spring house and buy some stuffing at the spring house? There you go. Yeah, but if I buy my stuff, okay, we're going to get our turkeys at the spring house, of course. But I don't. I feel like I'm just surrendering. Well, look to do to to to. to Sometimes that's to a prudent off, thing. To it offload is. the side dish onto no, no, no. Marsha. No. I just feel like. Especially if you're doing this all by yourself. And you're feeling bad about it. Just farm it out and feel you better think? about it. I, well, 100%. Yeah. Really? Why would you go to the table and feel anxious about what you're serving? You want to feel good about it. You're sitting down after all that work and you're feeling feelings of in- inadequacy. You need to see a food therapist. And if they don't like it, you tell them they just eat it. Just eat it, kids. It's oh, on your plate. You guys, they, thank they you made so it. much. The heck, you man. made it. This yeah, has been man. a really beautiful moment. Okay. All right. Thanks Food therapy guys. with Kathy Emmons. There you go. Take Sweet. a break. Come back. Forevermark Diamond Tribute Collection. For your courage, passion, determination, for your tenderness, spirit, and the way you love. For all that you are, the Forevermark Tribute Collection. A diamond for each of your qualities. Forevermark. Beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced. Explore the Forevermark Tribute Collection at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. Out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course, windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and 
one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip down when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. Mention Word FM for an additional 10% off at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. I'm not 20 anymore, but I'm not about to let joint pain slow me down. And thanks to advanced biological therapy, I don't have to. At Regenerate Me in Pittsburgh, Advanced Biological Therapy offers the most advanced non-invasive treatment for joint pain. To qualify for the free comprehensive three-week joint study, including first treatment, call 412-851-3811 now. Slow down for joint pain? Not on your life. 412-851-3811. Restrictions apply. Space is limited. Ends December 13th. Rich Engler presents Christmas with Michael W. Smith. The most wonderful time. And Mark Martell. Christmas with Michael W. Smith and his band. 7 p.m. December 19th at Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Tickets available at itickets.com or call 800-965-9324. Welcomed by Word FM. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at indeed.com slash hire. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at ccaschool.com. It is an amazing day in history. Tell me, what's going on? It really is. On this day in history, 1947, Mm. Prince Elizabeth, heir to the British throne, married Prince Philip Mountbatten at London's Westminster Abbey. The Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh today celebrate their 72nd wedding anniversary. Holy smokes. 1947. Isn't that amazing? That's fabulous. There is a video you've got to watch on Twitter. Hmm. Um, you should follow us on Twitter because we, we post all sorts of fun oh, stuff yeah. and we're not heavy political and we won't like tax you beyond measure. Crush your um, soul. But there is an ABC News piece that I tweeted out today. It's the video of their wedding. Oh, fabulous. It is awesome. That is so cool. So the the uh, Crown premiered on Sunday night, the third season. That's right. Have you seen it? I have. T- I haven't. Tell me. I've seen two episodes. <gasps> You've of seen it. two episodes already. Yeah, you can't help it. I mean, you know, <laughs> we were so excited. <laughs> I turned the TV set on like you know late Sunday evening, and I was like, oh, 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 the Crown. So my okay. wife and I okay, said, okay, so down. it's the it's the premiere of Olivia Coleman yes. as Queen Elizabeth as Claire Foy steps aside. It's shocking. Tell so me. because well, because it's it's like sort of almost like starting over, because you have to go. Okay, now who's that? Right, and and they they address it as you might imagine beautifully because the very first scene of season three is the queen. Uh, these footmen come in with these displays, and it's uh, it's a new stamp. So it's the old stamp of the young queen, and now the new stamp of the, of aging the queen. middle-aged okay. queen. And they're trying to be very polite. The footmen are going, you know, the person in charge is going, well, it's very similar to the younger version of the queen. And she's going, please, I'm middle-aged. I've had four children. I know who I am. 
it's just really well done. And, and especially in the early episodes, the Queen's sister. Yes, Anne Margaret, or Anne, Princess Anne. Princess Anne. She, again... Wait, Princess Anne? Yes. She is... Or is Princess Mar... I can't think... No. Why, why, why am I getting that? I think it's confused. Princess Anne. Okay. She's vying for more recognition, okay. more power. You see that again. That's You're going to start this downward spiral. Listen, if you're not a fan of it, the crown... Was Olivia Coleman good? She's fabulous. Oh my gosh, you of course she is. She's great in everything. And the marriage as well. <gasps> you see them, you know, and you go... But you still love them. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.